Well, hello there, my silly little gooses. Welcome back to another edition of the Midweek Breakdown presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2, and I'd like to ask every single one of you, how are you doing on this uh, midweek? Um, I hope everybody's having a great day. I hope everybody's had a great first start off of the week, and I hope this week ends off great for you as well. If not, again, continue to push forward, continue to look through uh, this tunnel and see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's all I have to say. That's all I want people to continue to uh, do. Just keep pushing forward. And uh, trust me, you'll make it out. Trust me, when you hit that weekend and you'll get that sweet relaxation, you'll know, okay, I survived another week. You got more to go, but you survived. So again, breathe that in, take it in. And I want everybody to uh, do well this week. Now, with that out of the way, I have to start the show off with some sad news. Actor David McCollum, best known for his role on a long-running uh, CBS show, NCIS, has passed away. He was 90. His son will put out in a statement, he was the coolest, kindest, and most patient and loving father. McCollum died of natural causes, surrounded by his family at a New York Presbyterian hospital. CBS will put in a statement, David was a gifted actor and author and beloved by many around the world. The network statement would read, he led an incredible life and his legacy will forever live on through his family and the countless hours of film and television that will never go away. We will miss his warmth and enduring sense of humor that lit up any room or soundstage he stepped on and as well as the brilliant stories he often shared from a life well lived. David McCollum is survived by his wife of 56 years, their three sons, and his daughter, and their eight grandchildren. So I want to say rest in peace to David McCollum. He was 90, so I mean, he had a nice long life. 90 years old, you saw some things, you were able to experience some things that a lot of people are not going to be able to ever experience. So Again, I'm not too sad. This isn't one of those ones that popped up at the age of 50 or 40 or even 60. 90, you lived a nice, good, decent life. But again, rest in peace and I hope the family does find some uh, comfort in this time right now. And continuing on with more sad news, prayers to Crazy Bone. Crazy Bone right now, he's known as one of the founding members of Bone Thugs and Harmony. He's in the hospital. He's fighting for his life because his immune system is acting up. He is suffering from sarcoidosis. I'm hoping that's how that name is said. It's a condition where the immune system overreacts, creating groups of cells to form clusters of inflamed tissue, usually in the lungs or lip notes. And according to Mayo Clinic, there is no cure for this, but its severity varies by person. In some cases, it may cause organ damage, like in the case right now that's happening to Crazy Bone. Um... They would state that Monday he had to go into another surgery for him. He's had two surgeries right now to kind of stop internal bleeding. And I hope that he's doing well. I hope that he's at least, whatever this condition is, at least he beats it. Because right now, unlike David McCollum, Crazy Bone is 50. So if he passes away at the age of 50, that's weird. That's going to be sad for the hip-hop community. That's going to be sad for just people in general that love Bone Thugs and Harmony. But, um, again, send your prayers to Crazy Bone. I'm hoping that uh, he beats whatever this situation is. Because from one guy that has throat problems to another, myself here, um, anytime somebody messes with the throat, anytime you have problems with the throat, it's one of the most craziest things that you have. 
because everybody knows what the throat is capable of doing. If you can't breathe, you're kind of dead right then and there. You're at least trying to at least uh, scratch and grab as much oxygen as you can. And if you have internal bleeding the way that he did in like in the throat area and all that, that's not a good way. So again, um, prayers to him. And I hope that he beats whatever this thing is. Now, moving off of that, I want to talk to the people that's getting at Deion Sanders and the Colorado uh, college team that he's coaching. Because from this year, as Colorado has been kicking up and doing their thing, they were gaining media traction. They were gaining people to follow them. They were getting people to actually just show up to the game. People were actually showing up. You had celebrities like Dwayne Johnson. You had Offset. You had Lil Wayne showing up when it was Colorado versus Colorado. That whole ordeal that happened not last weekend, but the weekend before that. Um, you had people before the season even started when Deion Sanders was moving from Jackson State over to Colorado when he took the coaching job. People were already criticizing Deion Sanders for one, leaving Jackson State for his uh after all the promises that Dion made at Jackson State, but apparently there's were certain things on both sides that happened. And if you watch the documentary Coach Prime on Amazon, he digs into that a little bit. Um, but people were on Dion Sanders. People like Dion. People like his message. People like the way that he sends out this positive message of motivation to his college athletes. He treats them like basically his family. And I don't like how the college world, at least the coaching staffing world, is getting at Deion Sanders and is trying to, like, poke the bear and prod him. I don't get it. I don't understand it. When you have someone of the stature, of the status quo, of the legendary status of someone like a Deion Sanders coming to coach football, which he's been doing for some years, by the way, I don't understand all the hate that he's getting? Is it because your team isn't getting that love that the media and that basically everyone's giving to Deion Sanders? Or is it because you guys did get that love and now it's going to Deion Sanders and you guys are just praying for his downfall so all that love can get back off of him and back onto you guys for y'all quote-unquote football uh, techniques for y'all football skill? I don't understand the whole hatred that's going on to Deion Sanders and it was a lot prevalent this past week when uh, Colorado Buffalo lost to Oregon Ducks 42-6. to Big blowout, which, again, I don't watch college football. I keep in touch with it because Deion Sanders is there and of his legendary status. You got to, if you, especially if you're in the media world. Um, people were praying for his downfall. And again, I just don't understand. It's not wrapping my mind to it. I don't understand the negative connotations or the negative comments that's been going towards Deion Sanders. I don't get it. Hopefully people will stop being haters and just big up Deion Sanders. Whether it's people in the coaching uh, college light, people that's going from one college to another just to see Deion play and hoping for his downfall or just regular people that's hearing about all the stuff that Deion's doing for Colorado Buffaloes and people just being haters. I don't get it. Hopefully that will quit because if you're hating on Deion Sanders and what he's doing for Colorado Buffaloes, who, by the way, my understanding, they didn't have a good winning record last year. They didn't win, if anything, I believe like one game last year. That's the only thing I do know people were getting at. So again, it's 
incredible the way that Deion Sanders has already got people to even show up to this Buffalo's uh, Colorado games. He's 3-1 right now. His next game is supposed to be against uh, USC this upcoming Saturday. But I want to let it be known. I support Deion Sanders. I support what he's doing for that Colorado team. And I hope that the media still covers all the great things Deion is doing for not just the Colorado uh, Buffaloes, but for the students and the athletes that are at Colorado. That's all I do care about instead of this hate train that's basically going for him. Now, moving over to professional football news, as this is more of a publicity situation. Travis Kelsey, he and his uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they end up winning their football game this past Saturday. And the biggest thing that came out of that was Taylor Swift being there to almost unless you supporting Travis Kelsey. It seemed that way. Um, Travis Kelsey, he's seen a lot of jersey uh, surge being picked up, meaning people were buying his jerseys. They said that his jersey purchases got skyrocketed to the 400%. So, a.k.a. my man is going over huge. And it's because of Taylor Swift and her Swifties. So, that tells you what you want to know about what's going on. If anything, I see this as a publicity thing. I hope both of them are getting what they want out of this. I hope Travis Kelsey's getting what he wants out of this. Because let me tell you something. If my jersey surge was to go up 400% because of the person that I'm dating, one, I should be getting some money in return from those jersey sales. That's one. And two, I probably would break off some of that money directly to the person that I'm uh, either in this relationship with or potential relationship with or in this publicity I'm not going to say stunt, but in this publicity situation that you're with, because you know the type of power that your person that you're messing with has, and for them to have their quote-unquote people buy up your jerseys like that and make it go skyrocket up, yeah, you got to owe some that person some bread. So whether you like Taylor Swift or not, Travis Kelsey has to break her off if Travis Kelsey is getting any of the revenue sh uh, shares from his jerseys uh, being sold, but... That's just crazy how people are just talking about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. What's going on? I don't, I don't see it. I mean, that's not my world like that. But again, when you're in the media world, you got to pay attention to things like this. And this is one of the things that everybody's talking about. Only thing I do know is Travis Kelsey. Uh, you better relish in this. And if you are dating Taylor, make sure you don't do anything wrong because guess what? You will be one of her next songs that she writes about, buddy. And if she talks about you in a dirty way, bro, you are going to be dogpiled. You are going to be crapped on. And I'm pretty sure you know that. So do what you can. Don't be stupid. Don't do anything crazy. Because, again, if you do Taylor Swift dirty, you're going to get crapped on, bud, in one of her songs. And trust me, when you got a big fan base the way that Taylor Swift has, because you just saw, as I said, and what the media has been talking about, your jersey being popped up to the 400% market up. Best believe you're going to get <laughs> your team and you are going to get your backs kicked in by the Swifties if you do anything wrong to Taylor Swift. That's all I got to say about that. Again, enjoy your time. I hope you two just have fun. Y'all do what y'all do. Whatever this thing is, do what you want. Now, over to the last thing, WGA, the Writers Guild of America, it has been said that they have reached a tentative deal with Hollywood executives, and 
Nobody knows what is inside this deal yet. It has not been made public. Only thing that we do know is that they have made a deal. It's been struck on a Sunday, and I'm glad that they got a deal done. Um, they would say we can say with great pride that this deal is exceptional with meaningful gains and protections for writers in every section of the membership. So the writers, hopefully, they get more revenue. That's all they ever really cared about. They want more money. They want to make sure that they're safe. They want to make sure that they're able to live and also probably have some protections because everybody was worried about, again, artificial intelligence basically replacing them and taking their job away from them. But it seems that they've made a deal, some type of deal. Hopefully, the writers are okay with this. I think they still say they got to go through a board to even see if they even going to agree to the deal, quote unquote. But again, I'm not in this whole association. I hope that they are able to get what they want out of this. But the writers now, they have a deal, a tentative deal. But on the other end of the spectrum, the actors, SAG, they don't have a deal right now. They're still on strike. And as of right now, at the time of this being recorded, video game uh, voice actors and motion capture performers they could be going on a strike, too, because this comes from Reuters. They are authorizing a strike if negotiations on a new labor contract fails. And this will set up the stage for another possible work stoppage in Hollywood. Now, there's supposed to be some talks with gaming companies and this union today that I'm recording this on a Tuesday. But you're going to be hearing on this on a Wednesday. Um, hopefully, there's no strike. If there is one, I'll bring it to you on a Sunday and give you some updates on what's going on with it. But that's just crazy. I don't understand how voice actors and motion capture people aren't getting paid like that if they're needing to be a strike. Because video games is a hot business. That's one business that should never, ever uh, see a downfall in anything. Because video games are constantly being produced, constantly being made. So for them to now say that they're about to go on a strike like this... If a deal isn't made, that tells you that, again, Hollywood is one of the nastiest places in the world and the people just want to keep the money to themselves. And if you are one of the key people to help a game being made, you need to be paid. You need to be paid what you're worth. Not going to say that in a bad way, but if you're the main character, pay that person main character money. If you're the side character, pay that person side character money. And if the fan base likes that side character, well, then guess what? You give them a little bump because guess what? Your fan base likes that side character. That's all I'm trying to get at here when I say things like that. Pay them what they're worth. Don't try to undercut them. Pay them what they're actually worth. You know what it is. Don't be a douche. Don't be a dickhead. Pay them it. So, again, I'm not certain what's going down. There could be no strike. By the time you're listening to this, it could just be... Water under the bridge by now, or there could be now the video game people are going into the strike with uh, SAG, but we'll have to wait and see, but the actors, they're still on strike, the writers, it seems that they're cool, so half of Hollywood has gotten their business straightened with the writers, the other half with the actors now, they gotta work on that, so Hollywood, you're still in a 50% rate of doing what's best for business, but it's better than that 0% that you guys were on last week and months ago so i'm glad that the writers are good but the actors i hope they get paid and they get paid what they're worth respectfully now with that being said i do want to say this if you guys have not seen the continental and i'm not getting paid for this this is not mad this is just me 
tell you what I liked. If you haven't seen The Continental, I would say go watch it. If you liked anything about John Wick, uh, I would think you would like this one. This is telling you about the precursor before John Wick. So it's basically telling you about uh, Winston and how he got himself into The Continental, that type of business. Um, I enjoyed it. They say it's a three-parter. I saw part one, part two is supposed to be coming out this week, and then part three is supposed to be coming out the next week after that. So it's a week thing, but it's only three parts. The first part is like an hour and 25 or an hour and 30 minutes. I think you will enjoy it if you like the John Wick franchise. But again, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And go watch that on Peacock. Again, I'm not getting paid. It's just something that I enjoyed, and I think you guys will enjoy it as well. Now, having said all that, it's time for me to get you guys out of here. But before I play your song of the week, I do have to self-promote. If you did not listen to my Sunday episode that happened Sunday, it is called More to Come. And also, if you watch professional wrestling, I do talk about the happenings that happened last week in the Saturday episode of your wrestling highlights of the week. I do have that episode out as well. So if you have not checked those two episodes out, go and listen to those right now. Now, with that out of the way, it's time for your song of the week. Your song of the week for this week, it is coming from Joey Valance and Bray. It's called Dance Now. It's a stupid song, but I enjoy it. I hope you guys will enjoy it as well. So, Joey Valance and Bray, Dance Now. Hey, get up and dance, man. Let's get back to the real stuff.